that no longer serve me. I love that I am allowing that space to be filled with things that uplift me and feel divine and unconditional. I love that I am calling into my life experience in 2019, exciting new ventures, new opportunities, new friendships. I love that I have the ability to reassess my goals and reassess my life path. And I love while I'm traveling my life path that I'm gentle on myself and I'm easy on myself. And I understand that my journey looks different from everyone else's and that's okay. I love how I'm true to myself. I love how by living my truth, it gives others permission to live theirs as well. I love that I feel so close to the divine when I have fun. I love that when I have fun, I feel so close to myself. I love that I can go to nature and connect with myself. And I love that that's something that I discovered for me. I love how I'm all about growing and shifting and I love that the people that are invited into my experience are about the same things as well. I love how I can look in a mirror and tell myself that I am proud. I am proud of you for coming this far, even if it doesn't feel like it sometimes. I love that I take a moment and give myself the love that I know that I deserve. I love how I treat myself in such a way that others treat me the same. I love that I'm able to be all sorts of shades of myself. I love that I'm dynamic and I love that I'm fluid and I love that I follow the moon and I love that I pay attention to things around me and I love that I'm so sensitive that I can pick up on the subtleties of the world and I love that I am strong and I love that I am powerful but I love that it comes in this package that is me and I love how I connect to others through being uniquely myself And I love how I'm figuring myself out in my place in the world. And I love how fun it is and how I'm constantly figuring out all the things that I desire. And I love that when things don't feel so good that I recognize that this is not truly my path, that I'm still on my path, but I know that this thing now is no longer a part of my path. And I love giving love to other people and I love receiving love from other people and I love learning something and sharing it with others and I love that I am guiding myself and by guiding myself I'm letting others know that they can guide themselves as well. And I love that I'm here and I love that you're listening to this and I just want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being here. What's up? (laughs) Episode one. So, 
we're just gonna do this shit off top. This is an entirely intuitive episode with the help of my trusty tarot deck. So, I pulled the Five of Cups. With tarot, you have four different suits. You have cups, wands, swords, and pentacles. And they're each going to go ahead and represent a element. And cups just so happens to represent, what do you think? Water. So, water is tied into our emotional body. So, you know the water signs like Pisces, Scorpio, and Cancer. If you know any of those people, they're probably emotional as hell. I myself am a Cancer. And the Five of Cups is a very interesting card. I'm going to describe it to you. So we have a man, he's sitting in a field. The clouds above him are kind of stormy looking. It doesn't look like it's a clear day. In front of him, he has two cups, they're full, and then he has one cup behind him that's also full, they're standing. On either side of him, he has two cups and they are spilt. So this man is looking down, he's fucking bummed about the cups that are spilled. But the message of this card is that there's still three cups that are standing and he only lost two. When we think of um, the number five within this suit, number five, the suits are numbered ace through 10. So if you wanna think of it as traveling through the suit as like we're on a journey, this is smack dab in the middle of this emotional journey we're on. And so the five of cups is a reminder to kind of change your perspective a little bit it's not going to be as obviously like new perspective as the hanging man but this is a subtle reminder an emotional reminder that we don't need to be emotionally invested in something and then get all pissed off when it doesn't pan out it's more like okay, this didn't work out for me, but I need to appreciate what is working out for me because I can guarantee that if you look for something to feel good about, you will find it. You will definitely find it. We always have something to be grateful for, whether it's the fact that we have a bed to sleep in, whether it's the fact that we have means of creating income, we have someone who gets our inside jokes, we have food in our fridge, we have um, something that we're passionate about, anything. It could be even something small, like, I took a shower today and it felt really good. And it's really just looking for anything and taking a moment and appreciating it. And you'll start to notice that if you really make this a practice, you will start cultivating gratitude for like every fucking thing seriously it's totally a practice just like anything you can't just do it one time and expect the rest of your life to be amazing it's the same shit with like psychedelics that i had to learn the hard way is like one mushroom trip it's truly not going to change your life You know, plant medicine is very temporary and yeah, you'll gain a new perspective and I totally, um, if you feel that you're mentally capable of handling a trip, it's a really fucking great thing. I think the first time I tried acid, I was 18 years old. I was a miserable bitch 
And um, I say that lovingly because I'm grateful for the person that I was because I recognize the contrast of that dead version of me and compare it to who I am now. And holy shit, I've made leaps and bounds. But I remember taking acid and being in this house party, which is like the worst setting for me personally. And I was like, I need to go outside. And I'm outside and I look at a tree and I just like cry. I'm just like, oh my God, trees are the shit. So maybe that's your thing. Maybe you can go outside or look out your window and just be like, damn, that's a nice ass tree. And just that small act, it feels small, but that shit's huge. It's like, we don't need to make these massive strides in order to feel fulfillment or create a sense of success. And that's the main thing I wanted to talk about today is the illusion of success. Because what I personally believe is that we are spirits and these like human spacesuit vessels we like choose like i chose to be morgan i my spirit chose to come to earth as morgan and live through morgan's challenges and upgrade morgan's programming and live through the drama of being morgan and create a sense of growth from that and to achieve success or what um the feeling of fulfillment as morgan so I believe that we're here to not get to earth and become filthy rich and like become like an investment banker or some shit. Like that's some like false sense of success. And let's be real, like honestly, I'm sure those people, yeah, they can afford a ton of nice things, but how are their souls feeling and how are they looking? Like I listen to Shaman Durek a lot, his podcast Ancient Wisdom Today. And he talks about how he works with like these big name like CEOs and bankers and how they need this man to help them access a part of themselves that they've totally turned off in order to achieve this um, semblance or this idea of success. And I just want to let you know that being successful is you finding joy in life. And that doesn't mean that you're going to be joyful all day long every day that's not what being a positive happy person is you still have to experience like pain and hurt feelings and whatever bullshit um that comes along with the drama of this 3d reality because you need to appreciate the good things and that's what the contrast is like i always talk about abraham hicks and abraham hicks is a a disembodied group of entities that is channeled through this woman, Esther Hicks, and they talk about the contrast in life and how when things that we deem as negative or shitty happen to us, what's really happening is we are finding out what we desire. So if you're not playing into the drama of this three-dimensional reality that we are residing in right now, then you're able to see beyond the bullshit and recognize that this is an opportunity for you to decide what kind of amazing, beautiful thing you want to create. And it's helpful to acknowledge the contrast, but if you keep talking about it, 
and sharing it with people and thinking about it and focusing on it, then what are you doing? You are holding yourself in the place of the bullshit. So it's like the most common thing that I come across with people in in my realm is people saying they're broke. And I don't like that shit because I am not broke and I don't want to associate um, my financial situation with that word because I'm not broke. I am prosperous and abundant. That doesn't mean I have a million dollars. I think that if I allow myself to feel the prosperity and feel the joy of um, receiving funds and imagine the money being placed in my hand then I could work myself up to a million dollars or however many, you know. But it's like the second that you talk about how broke you are, what are you doing? You're holding yourself in that place of being broke. You are, you have put out the vibration and you are cementing it into being. I truly believe that our words are very powerful and those are what we use to create our reality. It's like... It seems so simple, but it can be very hard. You know, I've found um, the pe- some of the people that I've hung out with in the past, it's easier for me to think and put place attention on the negative things that are happening to me. And I want to correct that, actually, because things are not happening to you. They are happening for you. And I know that can be hard to wrap your mind around, but when you start to make that internal shift in thinking, then you'll find that it's much easier to cope, again, with the drama of whatever this matrix shit is. And we really need to pay attention to our thoughts and our emotions. And it's so important to feel your emotions And again, being a positive person does not mean that you totally disregard the negative aspects of being. It means that you can move through them quickly and use them as a tool and see them for what they are and then go back into that place of happiness and joy. And for instance, the other day, (laughs) I was... (laughs) crying and just literally being such a baby and just letting myself feel like shit and just like being in a totally bad mood but that was only the first half of the day i allowed myself to cry it out and feel like a helpless baby and like lay in bed and pout and i accepted it and i acknowledged it and then i moved through it because i allowed it to come through and then i was fine so like the first half of the day I was like, whoa, whoa, was me. And then I accepted that that's how I felt. I felt it, and then I released that shit, and then I was able to enjoy the rest of my day. And so when you don't do that, that's called spiritual bypassing, and no one is going to benefit from that. So it's so important to feel exactly as you're feeling. And when you allow it to come through, then you're not in this place of, I'm oh I'm super positive I'm really spiritual I'm so tapped into the universe I'm never upset you know and then what are you doing you're bottling that shit up and I really this five of cups card is making me look at it again this man is he's just like he's bummed he looks so bummed on the card and that's okay that's totally okay to feel that 
the card isn't saying only focus on the good you know it's like the the contrast is there for a reason you know it's yin and yang shit it's duality we need it that's just how this universe works we have polar opposites and truthfully things are the same just different degrees you know and so this five of cups man he's feeling his sense of loss and he's feeling bummed but ultimately this card is saying you still have all these wonderful things so grieve the things you've lost feel the feelings you have to feel and then you still have three shiny, beautiful, full cups waiting for you. Revel in that shit when you're ready. It's just so important to have a perspective shift in life. And I want to jump back to the psychedelics tangent I went off on because when I did acid the first time, it really did change me. It gave me a whole new eye-opening experience as to what my world could feel like and be and so I again if you feel mentally capable because not everyone is and that's okay you know and you need a perspective shift get some mushrooms get some acid get some DMT whatever you need but please make sure that you are in a place where you can because I do know of people who have tried these things and have been You know, um, they weren't mentally prepared for it or they were thinking it's going to be this whole negative thing. And of course, if you think, man, I'm so scared to do acid, it's going to suck. I'm going to see some terrible shit. Well, guess what? That's going to be your trip. So just make sure that you are prepared for that. And that's the, the quickest way to have a perspective change. But then it's really about after you do that, holding yourself in that feeling of that perspective change because it can be very fleeting and that type of shit is like chasing the dragon. I just want to remind you, we still live in this third, three-dimensional plane of existence. And that's one of the things about being human or being a spirit having a human experience is that we still have to operate within the confines of this construct. And so yin and yang again, duality again, we, it's our duty to tap into the universe, but also be present in this realm and provide as much goodness as we can to this reality. And that doesn't mean you have to be an activist or, you know, start a movement or, anything that feels really big it's just really small things like loving yourself and I mean I don't want to I don't want to discount loving yourself because that is the most important thing you can do but it doesn't have to be as insurmountable as like creating an empire of love you know it's you can do that within yourself and that's the most important thing if I want you to take away anything and if there's anything that I can impart on any being ever is that Loving yourself is the most important first step to filling this earth with good and love and and care and compassion because how can the world arrive at a place of compassion if you are not compassionate with yourself? And when I say being compassionate with yourself, what I mean is being gentle on yourself, you know, non-judgmental with yourself not being ashamed of anything that you've done or said or felt or thought you know just being being your safe person being your confidant being your biggest cheerleader because 
I know myself, I've done it. When we seek that out in other people, that leaves a void within us. And that's not healthy and that's not ultimately going to fulfill you or give you that sense of success within this life. So it's really about turning inward and working on your inner world so that your outer world reflects the beauty that is you because I guarantee you and I don't even have to know you or see you or talk to you you are amazing and you are incredible and you add value to this earth and I want nothing more than for you to recognize that within yourself and I'm not going to say there's not going to be days where you you know don't feel like shit Again, that's the contrast, and that's okay. I think um, Esther Hicks calls it a step one moment. And when, I forget how many steps there are, but when you get to like the final step of like manifestation and then being okay with being back at step one, and that's truly like this ethereal realm view shit, like ascended masters and guides and angels shit, whatever you believe in, however that comes out for you is like everything that you are doing on this earth is perfect, whole, and complete. No matter how awful you feel it is, it is supposed to be bringing you back to knowing your greatest good. And some of us has to have to come to earth and become alcoholics in order to find the good within ourselves. And some of us experience trauma and a lot of terrible things and it's not to say that they're not terrible but once you've moved through the trauma and are able to process it I can guarantee you that there is something of value within that that you can take away and there's a certain kind of strength that you can foster from moving through your trauma and not being a victim of it That victim mindset is old paradigm shit. We are moving out of that. In 2012, when the Mayans predicted the end of the earth and everyone was all freaked the fuck out. Christians looking at you. Just kidding. Um, You know, the earth obviously did not end, but a paradigm did. A structure within the matrix ended we moved out of the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius. And if you know anything about the Aquarius zodiac sign, Aquarius is uh, it's air. And air is governed um, by the mental processes. And another Shaman Dirk thing, I get so many golden nuggets from his podcast, seriously. He talks about how he channeled um, this this statement and it was that humankind is suffering from a malfunction in thinking and that's all that I'm talking about really is just changing your thought processes changing the way that you're thinking about yourself and changing the way that you're thinking about your life situation because it's not about what is happening in this moment because if you're talking about like I'm broke and I'm sad and I'm alone okay that's happening right now but you're also writing your future as that. So if you're feeling the contrast of that, I'm feeling broke right now. So what do I want to do? I don't want to be broke. I, I want to have money. I want to be able to afford to travel. I want to afford things that I can, 
you know, used to invest in myself. I want to afford a, a comfortable living situation. So what am I going to say rather than focusing on the fact that I'm broke? I'm going to say, I feel the joy of abundance. I feel prosperous. I see money entering my hands. I see money entering my bank account. I am calling to being a job, an opportunity, a benefactor into my existence that is going to supply me with the prosperity that I need to invest in A, B, and C. And it's really encouraged to dream big, start general. That's the main thing. Start general. Like, I feel prosperous. I feel abundant. I can feel the joy that I will feel when this enters my realm of existence. And then once you get the hang of that and you can start holding yourself in that feeling of joy of prosperity or whatever you want to feel, then move to more specific things. You got to wait until you really start manifesting things, until things start appearing for you and you recognize that you are a powerful creator. And then you want to get like, like for me, for instance, I was told to dream bigger actually, but I have a little, I have a check written out to myself in my wallet with the um, rune for prosperity. And I wrote it out to myself for $15,000. And um, I'm past the point of feeling prosperous. Like I'm there and I'm in it and I'm feeling it every day. And so now I'm asking for something more specific. So $15,000. Yeah, I guess I could be like pull a Jim Carrey and write myself a check for like a million dollars or whatever. But I want to, there's things that I want to invest that $15,000 in. And so I'm going to start there. And that's where I'm beginning and I feel it coming to me and, and I know what it feels like when it enters my bank account. And I want to state really quickly that my happiness and my joy is not dependent on making that $15,000 but I will say that that is something I want for my life experience and it is coming to me so the main thing is we want to be in a dominant feeling of feeling good so it's just starting small and building on top of that creating that daily practice when I wake up in the morning I sometimes just free flow it myself and think about all the things I'm grateful for. But for the most part, I find it easier to put on an Abraham Hicks video about how I'm having a good day and just listen to it and immerse myself in it. And I'm someone that needs a sense of direction. Like, I need and I want someone to give me the words to say so that I can have a template to work off of and then mold it to my unique experience. So it's helpful to me in my own personal life experience to listen to this 10-minute video in the morning as soon as I wake up, hear what she has to say, and it's mostly about like today is a really good day today I will find things to feel good about and they will be there and I will cherish them and and enjoy the feeling of this good ass day and she says it much more eloquently but I like starting my day off that way because we have this opportunity when we wake up in the morning or whenever you wake up because everyone's schedules are different to set our intention for the day 
And so we have perspective and we have contrast and we have intention. And intention is so important to live our lives intentionally because you deserve to have intention in your day-to-day life. And it doesn't have to be this big undertaking where it's like, my intention for the year is, especially if you're just starting out, because you don't want to hold yourself in a place of possible disappointment. But just start with day-to-day shit, even hour-to-hour. Whatever works for you is perfect, whole, and complete for you. Again, we are being easy on ourselves. We are being gentle on ourselves. We are understanding that we move at our own pace and it is beautiful and wonderful and unique to us. I, myself, in comparison to others or in comparison to what is deemed, air quotes, ideal, I move very slowly through my understanding in my processing of things and life events and making decisions and just now you know i'm 25 years old i'm recognizing that this is how i operate in life and i'm honoring it and i'm appreciating it and i'm accepting it and loving it and by honoring it i'm allowing myself to operate in that way and i'm being true to myself and my programming and all i want is for you to do that for yourself because there is this whole idea of success and like this template of what it looks like is it makes no fucking sense it has nothing to do with your life and if you try to fit within that then i can guarantee you're not going to be fulfilled or you're going to go through a lot of struggle in order to reach that place only to find out it's not actually what you want and life isn't supposed to be about struggling and the less that we hold ourselves in a place of struggling then we can really just consistently experience the joy that is being alive. And that's not to say that there are people who are not disadvantaged, but it's an opportunity to grow. I have experienced a lot of pain in my life, and I'm not a victim of it. I have experienced pain at my own hands with myself, just as I said, just being miserable and not really seeing the point in being alive and just not operating in joy for my whole early life. And that's not to make you feel sorry for me because I am so joyful. It's to let you know that I understand how it is and I understand how it feels to be on the other side of where I'm at right now. And I want to let you know that you are more than capable of living such a beautiful fulfilling existence you deserve that you deserve that so much and i love you and i support you as much as i can being behind this microphone and being on the internet and some of you i may be able to connect with in person but i just want to be your cheerleader. I want to be I want to be your 10-minute morning YouTube video. I want to be your template that you use and adjust to your own unique beautiful self. And then, you know, back to that duality tip about how there's like two sides of the coin to everything. You are unique and beautiful, but you are also connected to every single consciousness on this planet no matter how 
um, flawed they are. And so when you heal yourself and when you really begin that process of loving yourself, you'll notice the people that you pull into your existence are doing the same for themselves. And that your family members, the more you heal yourself and love yourself, they'll start to shift too. And again, part of my family is super Christian and religious. And with that comes um, a lot of really ignorant beliefs towards people who are not the same as them. But I notice that the more that I stand in my truth and really do the soul work I need to do, the more that they start to shift and step into a place of more compassion and love. So heal yourself, heal your ancestors, heal yourself, heal the collective, heal yourself, heal the world. This is the astrological forecast for January 2nd through January 8th, 2019. All right. Right now, for most of January, we will be operating in Capricorn energy. Capricorn is an earth sign. It's represented by the ram. Capricorns are hard workers. They, I find the ones I know at least are a little bit cold and removed from humanity, but they are so rooted in this earth experience. So the energy that we will be working with is one that requires work and toiling and getting our hands dirty and, um, consistency and that of um, rebuilding. Capricorn is all about structures. So one of the most important things um, astrologically happening this week is the new moon solar eclipse in Capricorn. Depending on where you're at in the world, uh, it's going to be happening January 5th or 6th. Um, I'm in the Portland area, Pacific Northwest America. So January 6th is when I will be doing rituals for the new moon. Um, but on a, on a real ass note, eclipses are when the sun and moon align. And moon energy is very feminine and sun energy is very masculine. So I mean gender roles and all that shit aside you know feminine and masculine combined results in the creation of something new so this new moon solar eclipse is like extra potent if you know anything about the you know moon lunar cycles which i hope to educate you on as we go through this podcast is that new moons are for setting intentions and full moons are for like completion and resetting. And so this new moon is just extra extra because you know we're having this like this marriage of the masculine and feminine this integration of energies that we'll all be able to tap into and we're going to be giving birth to new structures um 
rebuilding lots of um, karmic stuff is going to be leaving us and like old crumbling shitty tower-like uh, foundations that are just not serving us the capricorn energy is going to come through us and be like it's time to fucking create something new like it's time to build some new stable ass shit capricorns don't play around with their work they really don't like it's just one of those things it's you know rams they're just like serious so it's time to just really embrace that serious hard-working energy but be careful that you're not working so hard that you're losing your sensitivities because capricorn can come across as cold and you don't want to lose that sensitive like feminine side of yourself the side that is connected to being so sensitive that you are able to um gravitate towards new opportunities it's like that part of you that trusts your intuition and the moon and feminine energy is all very intuitive and so capricorns might struggle with that and the fact that they're working hard and not smart like capricorns will just kind of like just hunger down and just work you know no matter how exhausting it is so you know, make sure that you are taking care of yourself and not totally shutting yourself off to your intuitive nature and like that divine part of yourself. But, you know, just really focus in. It's the beginning of a year and, you know, whatever that means to you. I don't normally set resolutions or anything, but I don't know, something in me is just like, you know what, set some goals and strive towards them and it doesn't mean you're going to be perfect and do them perfectly every day but just be willing to set an intention and work towards it and that's especially important for the next 28 days um, from the fifth or sixth depending where you're at in the world so yeah new moon solar eclipse in capricorn january 7th the planet venus enters sagittarius Venus is the planet of like love and relationships and it doesn't necessarily mean relationships with other humans it can be relationships with things and places um, but it has to do with love for sure and Venus entering Sagittarius is especially awesome because Sag is fire energy it's traveling it's getting out of your comfort zone it's moving around it's intellectual ability it's not super committal but it's something it's something you can tap into to really initiate something new into your experience right now we're really about new things you know whether they are comfortable or uncomfortable a lot of the times they're going to feel a little foreign because they're new but you're getting an extra boost on the seventh to really venture out into the world and investigate your curiosities and embrace them and explore them and so you could very well you know around this time introduce something new into your experience that you're going to find out that you love so new moon january 5th or 6th january 7th venus enters sag and you know there's a couple 
other things that will be happening this month. Um, but right now, it's just so important to focus on that energy. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Level up. Level up, 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 level up. All this on me so yummy, all this sauce so yummy. No, you want this yummy, yummy all in your tummy. Level up, 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 level up. All this on me so yummy, all this sauce so yummy. No, you want this yummy, yummy all in your tummy. Them more mistakes are gone, I won't do them no more. That's old news, that's new news.